0: Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome
0: to Tech Stuff. I'm your host, Jonathan Strickland. Today, I wanted to explore a special kind of YouTube experience. It's something that's been growing steadily in popularity for a couple of years now. In fact, you could call it a legitimate phenomenon. It's a genre that defies easy description, though all of them have a shared goal, to create a tingling sensation in the viewer. It's called ASMR. I spoke with the popular ASMR artist Heather Feather, help me understand what this is all about?
1: ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And that doesn't really mean anything. It's just a fancy way of describing a sensation that some people get when they're exposed to auditory or visual stimuli. And this kind of, it's called triggers when you hear the or see these things. And people can get triggered by tons of different things. And the triggers are very subjective, so some people are triggered by hair brushing, or a soft voice, or a whisper, or writing with chalk on a chalkboard, or watching someone do a task in a very meticulous and focused way. So
0: what does that actually feel like? What is it like to experience ASMR?
1: Those really good chills you get when you get a haircut, or someone traces your back with their finger. And ASMR feels like that awesome feeling that that gives you, and it just happens when people hear something or see something in a certain way. It's really cool.
0: I've watched a lot of ASMR videos, and I'm led to the conclusion that I no longer experience this particular phenomenon. But I do have distinct memories of feeling something similar when I was a kid, particularly after listening to a certain piece of music. I recall one section from Paul Dukas's The Sorcerer's Apprentice. It never failed to give me chills but I didn't have a word for this sensation. It turns out I wasn't the only one struggling to put words to the feeling. Heather explains what it was like when she found out the tingles she felt weren't necessarily something other people felt.
1: I've had ASMR my whole life, and when I was little, very, very little, I used to call it shocks, and I used to tell my mom I had shocks, and she didn't know what that meant, and I didn't know what that meant, <laughs> but... When I got older and I would go out with friends to a restaurant, let's say, and a waitress would have a really nice soft voice and say, hey guys, what can I get you? I would say, oh my gosh, I love her voice. And my friends would go, oh my gosh, you're so weird. And I realized that people didn't have it. It was I, But I wasn't ashamed of it. I just thought it was a quirk that I had. Like I like to eat cheddar cheese croutons and dark chocolate. No one else likes to do that. It's just something I like. So I figured it was something weird about me.
0: Finding these sounds or sights, these triggers, can be exhausting. You might encounter something that sets you off purely by accident. There wasn't really a place to go to initiate the sensation. And then came YouTube, and a whole new world opened up for people like Heather. Though people who experienced the sensation weren't necessarily being catered to explicitly. In Heather's case, she found very different videos that set off her triggers.
1: I used to search videos for these triggers and a lot of the times (laughs) there would be makeup tutorials but they would also be fetish videos because there's a fetish for everything and there is a hair fetish and a nail fetish. So I would go onto these fetish videos and watch people tap their nails (laughs) or brush their hair and I was like, yeah, this is great. But I didn't love going to these videos because they had other things in them that I wasn't into.
0: And then Heather made a discovery that literally changed her life.
1: I found a nurse role play by Gentle Whispering and I clicked it and I was gobsmacked because everything this woman was doing was triggering me. And I was like, oh, this is great. So I read her info box on YouTube and she mentioned ASMR and I Googled it. And I was, in, I was in a room with one of my friends and I yelled, this is me. And my friend was like, I don't understand what you're even saying. Like they did not, they did not understand at all. But I felt like I was like, I found my people. It sounds dramatic, but it really was a euphoric aha moment.
0: This odd but pleasant sensation might be caused by anything. For some people, it's a particular type of sound. For others, it's the sensation that a person is moving around you in real space while talking to you. It could be the way a person moves their hands as they speak. One trigger that seems particularly effective involves a close connection between the ASMR artist and the audience.
1: Personal attention is a big trigger for a lot of people, myself included. And even though uh, the person's not actually touching you or in front of you, it sort of feels like they are. And that I don't know if it calls back to when you were a kid and you were getting attention from someone or not, or if it pulls on some nostalgic heartstring, but it, it really works for thousands and thousands of people.
0: And even for people who don't experience ASMR, like me, these videos have their uses. It turns out I'm not the only person who likes to watch ASMR videos in order to unwind.
1: I get a lot of messages, and I think a lot of other ASMR content creators do as well, from people who do Don't have ASMR whatsoever, but they like to play the videos to help them relax. Some of them play it to help them work. They play it as background noise. And a lot of gamers play ASMR videos while they game, which I think is really interesting. For some reason, they say that it helps them focus on what they need to do.
0: Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. and you can finally say goodbye to the costly mistakes and risks that come from manual work and spreadsheets. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R.com. Today, I'm going to give you some
2: straightforward advice on how to deal with
0: While I can't imagine wiping out the Covenant in Halo or planning strategy in League of Legends while playing an ASMR video in the background, I do see how it helps players reach a zen-like state. The videos tend toward the soothing, comforting spectrum. While some videos may get a little more surreal or abstract than others, they don't tend to be fast-paced, action-packed narratives. There are actually lots of different styles of videos. In some, an artist might simply experiment with different sound and visual triggers with no narrative structure linking them together. Other videos will focus on a specific trigger and go for a marathon session. Each type of video requires a different approach.
1: When I film, if I'm doing a sound assortment, I'll just gather the props that I want to use and I'll sit in front of the camera and I'll just explore them and hang out with the viewer. But if I'm doing a role play, I'll think of the triggers that I want to incorporate and then I build a story around it. And then I hunt for anything that I could enhance the story with. So I never just do the triggers that I want to incorporate. I'm always throwing in an extra voice someplace or extra sound effects someplace and complicating my life. But I think that it helps the viewer um, become more immersed. Immersion's is really, really important to me. Um, it's also why I'm starting to venture into virtual reality ASMR.
0: This quest for immersion has opened up some interesting opportunities, such as pairing the ASMR approach with devices like the Oculus Rift.
1: It's another journey through tech for us. We're dabbling with a lot of new technology, um, including spherical video, 360-degree spherical video. And that's video that captures 360 degrees horizontally and vertically and then putting it into a gaming engine like unreal or unity and trying to format it for use in a head-mounted display like oculus rift or any of the other ones that might be coming out
0: my personal favorite asmr videos are roleplays. a role play is just what it sounds like the artist takes on a role with you the audience becoming part of a scene role plays come in all sorts of flavors
1: I think haircuts are very popular, and I think that's because a lot of people can enjoy them, even if they don't have ASMR. Uh, their doctor role plays are very popular, and that might sound weird because no one likes to go to the doctor. But the doctor role plays have a lot of different triggers in them. There's a lot of personal attention. There's pointing to a chart. There's following a light. There's a lot of different things involved with them, and I think it makes them uh, a, a versatile role play. For for people who have different triggers.
0: It's one thing to imagine what a role play like this would be like, and another thing to experience it. Heather is a generous artist and offered us some examples. This one is from her video titled ASMR Binaural Medical Role Play, A Snake Oil Salesman for Relaxation, in which Heather is playing a charlatan who makes some grandiose claims, not to mention a geeky reference.
1: Before I begin your treatments, I want to open up your energy. Using a therapeutic force technique from a spiritual mentor in Dagoba. So, relax, okay? All you have to do is sit still. And let me open up. And your while energy. a
0: simple role play might cover a visit to the barber shop or perhaps an eye exam, a few of them can get pretty complicated. Heather is known for pushing herself by incorporating multiple characters in a roleplay. She plays all of them, often appearing as two characters on screen simultaneously. It's not necessarily easy.
1: And if you hit the camera, it ruins everything and you have to redo it and it's terrible.
0: (laughs) Here's a quick excerpt from a barbershop roleplay featuring Heather as both herself and her goofy goth alter ego sister dubbed Dark Feather by her fans.
1: The nice thing about this is they'll help keep you warm. It's been cold lately. I went shopping for some striped sweaters. I love striped sweaters. The best time to wear striped sweaters all the time. One with a collar turtleneck. That's the kind. Because when you're wearing that one special sweater... okay, 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 okay. That's enough small talk.
0: But how much work can an ASMR video really be? Well, it turns out if you want to do it right, it can take a long time.
1: For a sound slice, which is just usually audio, and it's a much shorter uh, audio clip, that'll take a couple hours, maybe five or six, maybe a little bit more depending on what I'm doing. If I'm doing a sound assortment, that would take probably around ten hours, maybe, depending how many takes I have to do, and then a role play. Uh, At least 20 hours. (laughs) At least 20 hours, but sometimes they'll take uh, weeks or even months to complete.
0: Putting in that time requires a lot of dedication, and artists like Heather will often publish more than one video per week. Any setback could require several hours of work to set things right. So what sort of technology did Heather have when she first decided to make her own videos?
1: I was using a very old point-and-shoot camera. That had a ton of white noise, and I was using seven cans of cat food to balance it on. I didn't have a tripod, and that was it. <laughs> and I used, um, I think I was using a super old uh, software from Adobe, but it was like 7.0 for Premiere. It was very old software to edit with. And uh, I got a lot of feedback from people saying that they liked the videos, but the white noise was too much for them. So then I started exploring other audio options.
0: While technique is at least as important as technology when trying to trigger an ASMR response, it certainly helps to have better gear. Here's what Heather uses to make videos today.
1: Today I'm using a 3DO FreeSpace Pro and a Zoom H4n as my recorder for that microphone. And I'm using the JVC Averio HD camera. Um, I also, sometimes depending on the audio that I'm going for, we'll use an in-ear binaural mic in addition to the 3DO, and sometimes I'll use the Yeti that I'm talking to you on now. It just depends on the feel that I'm going for with the audio.
0: Those binaural mics play a big part in current ASMR productions. The binaural microphone is meant to mimic the way sound enters our ears. Ideally, listening to a recording made on a binaural mic makes it seem like you are actually in the same space as the ASMR artist. And the mic comes with other benefits to the artist as well.
1: It's opened up a lot of possibilities, especially with role-playing and storytelling, because I can use the sound to create an atmosphere to immerse my viewer in. And it's, it's really interesting. I can incorporate a ton of different sounds And I can also use the mic itself as a prop to make sounds because the microphone that I use has ears and I can use the ears and manipulate them to create sounds. And it really sounds like I'm touching your ears or I can breathe into them and it'll sound like I'm breathing right into your ears. And it's really cool and it's a really neat kind of way to touch someone that I'm never actually touching
0: The traditional binaural microphones don't look like your average condenser or dynamic mic. They look, well, they look like a mannequin head. You could even take the do-it-yourself approach.
1: Binaural mics, they typically used to have a a dummy head that they would be placed in or built into. And that was to uh, make it so that the sound sounded like it was traveling across you, across your head. It's called head shadowing. So, if it would, the sound would go into one ear, you'd also hear it in your other ear a little bit, but it would be diminished and different. And using a dummy head is really hard to do, <laughs> especially if you are a novice like me, and you're making your own out of styrofoam and stuffing it with things. <laughs> and, and it, you can't just use a styrofoam head, you have to give it weight, because the human head has weight and, and thickness that sound moves past. So, and travels through. So the microphone that I use doesn't have a dummy head, which is weird. And I think that people who have experience with binaural microphones um, sometimes question, well, hey, that can't be a real binaural microphone because it doesn't have a head. But the way that the 3DO is made is there's discs in it that position the mics so that they're like your ears. And then the ears themselves help create that shape and give it that head shadowing without actually having to have the head there. It's really neat.
0: (laughs) As for editing, Heather's upgraded that as well.
1: Now I'm using uh, the Creative Cloud, the Adobe Creative Cloud, and that has everything that has Premiere Pro, it has After Effects, so I I incorporate both of those regularly into the videos.
0: Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi on the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Take your work on the road, and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in fi today for free trial eligibility. and you can finally say goodbye to the costly mistakes and risks that come from manual work and spreadsheets. So, while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R.com.
2: Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with
0: Heather's humor is one of the qualities I find most appealing with ASMR videos. Since I don't personally experience this tingling sensation, I tend to focus more on the content of a video than the individual sounds. And let's face it, a roleplay video in which you're playing an important but ultimately passive part can feel a little silly. But some ASMR artists embrace that and make it part of their presentation. That became clear when I asked Heather which videos she was most proud of.
1: The ones that I'm most proud of are the ones that I've been most afraid to put out, like Candy Queen, which would probably not be a great introductory video, but (laughs) um, I was very nervous about putting that out, and um, the Sleep Police, the Brain Pause roleplay, After the Battle, uh, It's Dangerous to Go Alone, the video game one, and I think the one that I'm most most proud of is the one that wasn't it's not my most popular video whatsoever it doesn't have the most views but it was a story that i wrote specifically for my channel and drew little pictures to and created sound effects for and that one um is very dear to my heart and it's actually we're working on making it into a children's book now which is really cool that parents might one day be reading something that came from an asmr channel to their children to help them sleep
0: Here's a quick listen to part of Heather's Sleep Police episode, in which she plays a helpful officer who assists you as you try to drift off into deep sleep.
1: I've been doing this job for a long time, like thousands of years, and sitting at a desk and filling out all those papers. Well, 10,000 years of that will give you such a great Have you been having a rough
0: time, too? That short excerpt is another example of how Heather likes to incorporate Easter eggs in her videos by mentioning or quoting the stuff she loves. If you listen to her videos carefully, you'll hear references to Disney films, science fiction, fantasy, song lyrics, and more.
1: I don't think that many people get to interact with people and and just share things that they love all the time. And ASMR videos let me do that, so I hide song lyrics that i like or shows that i loved when i was a kid or like now in my videos and when people catch those easter eggs it's kind of like a "ah, i see you moment you know i get you and i get to share that with people and it's very important to me and it's very special to me
0: this brings us to another interesting fact about the asmr movement it's a real community artists collaborate with one another and interact with their fans Fans spend time watching videos and making recommendations and requests. It's a community that's been growing steadily and yet is really close-knit.
1: Even though there are thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people in it now who are uh, consumers and content creators, everyone's very, well, mostly everyone's very friendly and understanding and sympathetic with each other. And I think it's because every single person has felt like they were the only one who had ASMR at one point. And then you find this community who's making this stuff to make you feel that way. And it's kind of, it's just an awesome feeling.
0: Engaging in a creative activity can be really rewarding, but it also requires a lot of effort on the part of the artist. So I asked Heather where she finds the inspiration to make her videos.
1: At this point, there is very little that doesn't inspire me. I'm inspired by a Box. It could be a crinkly bag. I'm inspired by other ASM artists all the time because they're always producing creative content and trying new things. Um I'm inspired by television shows and com- I'm inspired by commercials that make me mad. Um <laughs> I was in- um my snake my snake oil salesman roleplay that I did, I was inspired by eyelash commercials. uh, mascara commercials because I didn't like that they use falsies and deceive people in their commercials all the time. So um, Candy Queen came from just looking at candy and thinking I wanted to use candy in a video. And then I made a whole story around candy.
0: (laughs) As for which artists she finds inspiring, it might've been easier for her to name the ones who don't. It'd certainly be a shorter list. Heather's not just a content creator. She's an avid consumer. If you want to check out the work of other people in ASMR, she's got some suggestions for you.
1: They're all different, and they all have something unique to offer. Um, Some people that I regularly go to uh, would be Just a Whispering Guy, uh, ASMR Requests, Kiwi Whispers, Ardrineela. I'm trying to keep it even with men and women. Uh, Massage ASMR, Gentle Whispering, Amal, uh, Visual Sounds, Calming Escape. Uh, I could, I, I, think I'm subscribed to over 400 ASM artists and that's for, I didn't just subscribe to them to subscribe. I subscribed to them each for their own reasons. And there's people of all ages from all over the world making these videos. If you like accents, you can find someone with an accent you like. Um, if you're more comfortable with someone older, there are lots of older people making videos and young people making videos and it's really diverse and versatile, and it, I think that's part of what makes ASM, the ASMR community kind of beautiful. Is There's a whole bunch of people who are so different trying to do the same thing.
0: An ASMR artist's work relies heavily on creating interesting sounds, which prompted me to ask Heather if that meant she explored the world of sound in unusual ways. Does she test pretty much everything she comes into contact with to find out what kinds of sounds that might make?
1: That is my life now. That no, <laughs> I'm not even joking. Everywhere I go, I if I'm especially if I'm in a store, I'm picking up everything and holding it next to my ear. And a lot of times, people will say, "Hey, I think I saw you," and they didn't see me. And but if you do see a girl that looks like me holding something next to her ear and tapping it in a store, that's probably me. It mortifies my family when we're out in public, especially my sister. She's uh, seven years younger than me. I like to go shopping with her Um, and we've been in (laughs) stores before where I pick stuff up and she'll just walk away from me or yell at me or say something like, wait till I'm out of the aisle before you do that because I don't want to be seen with you. Um, One time I was looking for teapots for an upcoming roleplay that I'm doing and I wanted whimsical looking teapots. (laughs) So I had her helping me and she was yelling across aisles, is this whimsical enough for you? And it was it's just so funny because she doesn't have it and she doesn't really understand it, but she tries to. And then when she tries to, she gets embarrassed by me and ends up leaving or yelling at me.
0: And which of Heather's videos should you watch first?
1: If they were coming for the first time, I would suggest the cranial nerve examination because that has a ton of different triggers in it. Or any of the medical role plays or just some sound assortments that they can, The uh, the top 10 triggers, I think that one is a really good one for people to have an introduction with.
0: Let's say you're an ASMR addict. You've subscribed to dozens of artists and you have a killer idea for the next tingle-inducing video. What should you do next?
1: I think it's really important to not invest a lot of money up front into equipment. I would say to use what you have and get a feel for how uh, difficult making videos can be and if you find that you like it and you like the process and you enjoy that kind of tedious uh, nature that comes with adjusting volume levels very meticulously then go into looking at other kinds of equipment but for your own enjoyment i would say to do what makes you happy don't worry about catering to requests in the beginning or or trying to please everyone because you can't So do what makes you happy and enjoy it because then you'll find people who enjoy what you do and you'll have the audience that you want instead of kind of bending to everybody and trying to please everyone and you'll burn out so fast.
0: ASMR videos continue to grow in popularity and complexity. If you haven't checked one out, I recommend giving them a try the uninitiated, they probably seem weird, perhaps even off-putting. And the scientific community has little to say about the phenomena. It's a subjective experience. It's difficult and maybe even impossible to quantify. But that won't stop artists like Heather Feather from chasing the feeling and producing videos. If you would like to learn more about Heather's work, her YouTube channel is called Heather Feather. You can follow her on Twitter at the handle HeathfeathASMR, H-E-A-T-H-F-E-A-T-H-A-S-M-R. And keep an eye out for her work with Pixel Whipped. I can't thank Heather enough for her generosity and her time. And that wraps up this episode of Tech Stuff. Remember to send us feedback at techstuff at howstuffworks.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr, where we use the handle techstuffhsw. Let me know if you like this new format that I'm trying out. And feel free to suggest future topics, guests, and interview subjects. We'll talk to you again really soon.
1: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com.
0: Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot
3: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening
2: work.